Hello and welcome to Black Girls Living. You're here with Jasmine and Vic. And also a special guest. Whoop, whoop. You probably follow him already. <laughs> Don't You've worry. definitely seen his tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. I'm Deji. Deji Maxwell. That's it. I'm What's not. your app? Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. Listen, Don't you have to that. plug yourself. Deji underscore VU, I think. You yeah. think? Yeah. Mm. Or just type Dej the ego. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. I'm not a rapper today. Don't do that. Yeah, you know we want to we want to obviously talk about mental health, but also we want to know about you as well. What you do? Um, I'm just a I'm a forensic mental health practitioner by role title, which is basically just counselling for um, young black men mm. in gangs at the moment. Mm. So the whole role is supposed to be um, just like giving assessments interventions and uh, referrals to people coming in and out of the criminal justice system but i've got this like specialist gangs post wow so it's literally only people in gangs that i kind of work with mm. that's amazing yeah man yeah. It's, it's a sick job it I must be it. intense though yeah man I, the story i was hearing today absolutely amazing and like you probably get an insight into the mm. the like the proper hood like the yeah. real the mm. actual stuff that's actually happening and yeah. because obviously i've come from that kind of life or mm. like my friends I've come from that kind of life it's like it's proper intriguing to me to yeah. kind of see and to also make a difference as well mm. that's, yeah that's yeah of course it's incredible yeah man so what made you get into it I mean like uh I was always gonna do like I was always wanted to be like a counsellor a therapist or like a psychiatrist or a psychotherapist something to do yeah. along those lines yeah so I did psychology then um normally when you do psychology you don't know what branch of psychology you want to get into uh came out of uni I was like a mental health worker and then that's kind of when I went out I knew that I wanted to do like therapy for people with mental health issues mm. but like I was working with a lot of old like white men white mm. women that had like long-term yeah. alcohol substance oh, misuse wow. issues and I wasn't kind of relating to them yeah. because mm. I don't know nothing about their story yeah. they're looking at me like who's this 21 year old black man mm. that's come to tell me about my yeah. life do you often find that people may judge you a bit because you're young yeah 100 like, mm. yeah yeah it can work to your it can work against you and it can work to your advantage mm. so that in that kind of role it worked against me but in this role like so from there i went on to do my master's in clinical psychology because mm. i kind of knew what i wanted to do i knew i needed like a postgraduate degree because everybody's got a degree in psychology mm. in the field mm. um and then after well, while i was doing my master's i got a role in a school so i was looking for roles with young people so mm. the first place to start is obviously a school I got like a um, emotional well-being practitioner role in the school, which I was doing alongside my masters. Wow, and while I was wow. doing my masters, I did like That's a counselling. Was you working part time? Was you doing your masters? I was working part time, mm. doing the masters full time. Yeah, That's wild. But I picked my modules on like two days. So then I would work the other three days. Okay. And I worked in a okay. school as well. So, you know, when you work in a school, you get bare holiday. Oh, okay. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. And you get to finish at like 3 p.m. Mm. if you're not a teacher kind of thing. So mm. like that job was really flexible. Okay. And I tried to make my master's mm. as flexible as possible. Mm. Like I'd miss bare lectures, bare seminars. <laughs> but I got through it and I knew I could just like go online and mm. do it. So I knew I could get through it. That was always my plan. So wh- while I was doing uh, the master's, I'd there was like an offer to do like counselling skills, level one, level two, level three. So I did that as an extension of my master's course. And then once I finished the master's course and I got all my counselling skills, I just proposed to the head teacher. I had a really good relationship to the, with the head teacher. I proposed to her like, listen, I can now do what the, count, the school counsellor does. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, let me just take on her caseload. I already know the children. Wow. It's, it's kind of similar to the work I'm doing anyway. Mm-hmm. Like I can save you money and get more money. So yeah. then once I finished my master's, 
2015, I went full-time in the school. Wow. Um, and yeah, I was doing that for like two years. And then the last branch of like mental health that I needed experience in was forensic mental health. Mm. So although I didn't want to stop working with young people, I knew I needed some like forensic clinical experience just mm. so I've explored all the like okay. the sub the sub the subcategories. Mm. So then I saw this role that I loved, like it just was it was exactly what I was doing in the school, but just in a forensic setting, which is the role I've got now. And sorry I, if you don't mind me asking what, what's the difference between um like forensic what what makes So forensic, forensic? basically means um crime oh okay. yeah, yeah yeah so yeah. a lot of people don't know that like clinical psychology is literally about the mind mental health anything mm. health-wise clinical uh forensic is um like a criminal mm. not clinical criminal but of course they, there's a massive yeah. overlap because yeah. they believe that like, of course like, yeah i think it's like 80 percent of criminals have like uh they believe they have some sort of mental health condition or yeah. something okay. like that yeah. so it overlaps a lot yeah. like if you're doing forensic if you're doing forensic psychology you're basically like a clinical psychologist mm. just in a forensic setting okay which is the reason why it's best to do this is advice to everybody that wants to get into the field it's always best to do clinical psychology rather than forensic psychology because mm. if you do clinical psychology you can still go and do whatever you want in forensic mm-hmm. psychology but if you do forensic psychology you're kind of limited exactly you're stuck yeah. to forensics so if you're trying to work in a setting that hasn't got nothing to do with crime mm. then it might be difficult because they're going to be like listen you've got a forensic psychology um qualification why are you trying to do this mm-hmm. so yeah i got the role and then like again i found the same problems that i was finding um when i got i did my degree that like i was working with a lot of older people so people that were on probation just come mm. out of prison but they were very old like long-term mm. sentences like rape cases or like yeah. gbh abh kind of cases and they were put, being put on probation mm. and then i would assess them in the community mm. kind of thing but it was like a lot of older people they didn't really take me seriously like i remember one guy this old old white man like halfway through the assessment i'm just asking him <laughs> questions about his life mm. and he just looks me in the eye and he's he, he stares at me and he's like <laughs> I'm not racist. Eh? Oh my gosh! Was, Out of the blue, I was like, I was like, wait, oh, I'm so no, tired. I was like, wait, no, I didn't even, I didn't even ask you anything about racism. Why she's like, nah, that's what they say, but I'm not racist. Eh? Oh, I was like, he's yeah, racist. Yeah. yeah, he's hundred yeah. percent racist. racist. He's racist. The guilt was dropping the from guilt, his head. Yeah. The guilt was dropping. Jump, jumped out. I was thinking, yeah. So I was, I was finding a lot of problems like that, like where um, they just wouldn't take me seriously. Mm. I wasn't getting the results that yeah. I could get if I was working with people kind of on my level. Mm. And then this specialist gangs post comes up out of nowhere, literally two months into I, into me starting the post. I went to City Hall to like meet with Sadiq Khan and everything. Because oh, wow. this is where like, obviously this year the gang stuff is getting like really yeah, mad. Yeah, yeah. So now they're mm. trying to make new initiatives. And then yeah. they came up with this idea about having a FMHP, which is a forensic mental health practitioner on uh, a gang's post in Suffolk. Mm. And Suffolk's like the worst borough for gang stuff kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I took the, like I jumped at it. And then since then, I've been doing that since like April. And it's just been amazing. Like the people I meet look like me. They mm. understand me. I can you change. Yeah, I can well. change. Yeah, I can change the way I speak at work. You know, like when you're at yeah, work, yeah, you have yeah. to kind of put on a professional mm. voice. Code switching, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And now I can like code switch back to like actually talk with and them. And that makes you that makes young ones trust you more exactly, as well. Exactly. Like, mm. like they can see that it's so genuine. Like it's mm. not fake. Because a lot of people will try, like a lot of yeah, white people. They can see they can see through it as they well. They say that all the time. Yeah. They be like, 
I meet a lot of people, they think they can relate to me, blah, blah, blah. But I don't even have to say anything to them. I Just by the way I talk, mm. the slang that I understand, like the slang that they're using and the slang that I'm using mm. is conceived through yeah. conversations that I'm having with my friends. So it's mm. like, it's just natural for me to like embed that into the conversation mm. kind of thing. It's so cool because once I get into it, I'll still code switch when I'm in like professional meetings. Yeah, absolutely. Stuff. But once I'm in these one-to-one sessions with these young mm. people, just mm. go back to normal. Do you think the government are going to create more jobs like the ones you have? Because it seems like yours has come off yeah, yeah, the, the back uh, of yeah, yeah. The, the whole epidemic, uh, quote unquote e- epidemic. Because some people believe yeah. it's always been a problem, but the media is just highlighting. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, I think they they will try, but it's like there's always this battle where my role is like so you've got the one one part of it is the gang stuff, the mm. other part of it is the mental health stuff. So of course they're pumping money into gang stuff mm. all the time because it's like it's getting worse. Mm. Um, allegedly, but then they're taking money out of mental health stuff. What do you yeah, think? Do you think the, you know the gang, the gang stuff? I think is, is I don't think worse. Or do you? Do you I think, it's, think it's getting. I don't think it's 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 amplified in frequency, but mm. in intensity and the stakes are a lot higher. So wow. like things like the weaponry they're using. Like mm. back when I was in secondary school, mm. like it was very difficult to get hold of a gun. Like how is mm. a fifteen year old, fourteen year old getting yeah. hold of a gun? Mm. Now it's e- it's easy. Like easy get, yeah like it's for them if they want to get it they'll That's get it disgusting. Yeah, there's loads of ways to make money like loads like you can get endorsements from adidas like if you're on youtube like a lot of these people like i've got a story where um there's a gang in southwark they make music so they're on grime daily they mm-hmm. come tv all these kind of things and they're like making a name for themselves mm. so adidas hit them up and was like oh we'll give you tracksuits if you wear them in your video will hmm. give you like a sponsorship that deal. That is insane. So you're like a gang member. You don't know nothing. Eh? You, Wait. You, yes. <laughs> yes. I thought you, you said they're just making music. So where, where's the gang? Yeah, so they're, they're, a, they're a gang. They're a gang, but they're a gang. Make, and like, the drill gang. Is it like yeah. drill? Yeah, yeah drill. drill. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, so like because they're getting big, Adidas are not seeing, oh, they're doing all this stuff. They're just thinking, we can, this is advertisement. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So they go to them, we'll offer you tracksuits. So you're a gang member, like, you saying no to Adidas coming to you saying um we're gonna give you tracksuits for your whole team. What are you gonna say to them? They're gonna be like, I've got twenty six people in my in my team. Give me twenty six tracksuits. You get sent twenty six tracksuits. You've only got ten people in your team, really. <sighs> you sell the rest of the tracksuits. You've got enough money to buy guns, buy drugs, buy anything. That's a legit story. Mm. Like I've left out the key information yeah. that's a legit story that something's happened mm. yeah. and like the um, metropolitan police service want to take adidas to court because wow, they're doing that's wild. and that happens that's happening across the mm. country because mm. now they're handing out sponsorship deals to anybody like you don't have to be major you just have to yeah. have bare views on youtube and these drill gangs have the views on youtube mm. so yeah, like the dynamics now is just a lot different from when i was young and the weaponry they're using i don't know where they're getting these swords from the mm. machetes yeah, these, like these like, massive yeah, yeah, and that's the normal. That's the normal weaponry. Like that's guns are a lot easier mm. to get hold of. So now it's like the stakes are higher because if you get stabbed with, like before it was like a kitchen knife that mm. you get in your kitchen or like those flick knife that you get on the end of nail cutters, you stab you stab somebody unless you're stabbing them right in the heart and you're piercing a ventricle or an atrium, you're probably not mm. gonna die. Like you can get stabbed there and walk home yeah. like, honestly and heal it yourself. Mm. Now if you get stabbed with a machete you have to go to a hospital because you're going to lose a limb hmm. or whatever. Like mm. in the last month, I've met people that have been stabbed in the eye. So lost one eye, shot in the face, lost one eye. Like, oh my gosh. How do you do like, how, how do yeah. you go home and go yeah, by your no everyday? no one thinks about what does the counsellor, yeah. who, who counsels the counsellor? For me, like that's the thing. A lot of people in the mental health services have like, mental health issues or they don't have a lot of resilience mm. i'm i'm lucky i'm free of that mm. 
Mm. Like, not saying I don't have my my problems, but mm-hmm. I'm a proper resilient person. Mm. Like, I don't take things home with me. I make mm. sure when I'm at home, I'm doing other stuff. I've got a lot of other mm. things to think about in my own life. Mm. So mm. I don't even think about that. Like, do, do the stories affect you? Do, do you? I wouldn't say they aff- they don't affect my functionality, mm. but of course you do think of them. Like mm. the story that I heard today, like you do proper, proper think of it. Like mm. you're thinking, right, this is actually, what's going on is actually mm. mad for these people. And then when you're in the meeting, that's when it gets really intense because you're seeing this like proper, proper hood person reciting his life story and he's proper crying and stuff. Oh, wow. And you know, when you make you see people cry, that makes you proper like mm-hmm. tear up yeah. kind of stuff. So yeah, that can be difficult. But once you get out, it's kind of calm. And I always make sure I end my sessions on like a positive note. So like you bring them down, get mm-hmm. them to a level where they can be open, vulnerable, mm-hmm. tell you the truth, tell you actually how they feel. But then you bring them back up and I can do that easily through like humor and stuff. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like it's, it's a proper gift that I have at the moment mm-hmm. to be in that position. And I proper believe that I'm like, I'm helping loads of people. Mm-hmm. Like the guy that I met today after the session, like this is the first time he's actually sat down and, and chatted. Um, spoke with somebody about his whole life wow. and about how it made him feel yeah. and everything. All we did was like a life chronology, like mm. significant events that have, that have happened in your life from mm. age zero to the age you're at now. And at the end of the session, he was like to me, that felt so good. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I cool. can already imagine because if, you, mm. if you're going through all these crazy wild things in life and not speaking to a single person about it, mm. just carrying like a heavy backpack around. Honestly, yeah. like, yeah, you need to offload. It's Everybody crazy, needs to offload. Yeah. Also, I have clinical supervision, which gives me a chance to offload. So, mm. like, I see a clinical okay. psychologist. I have to see mm. a counsellor because of what okay. I'm doing. So I always get to say how I'm feeling kind of thing. Mm. But I don't really take work home with me. It doesn't mm. really affect me. It doesn't do, make do, me sad. do these youngins feel that they could go to, you know, when I, when I feel very low and I, and I haven't got anyone to talk to, I'll, I'll call up Samaritans. Do they not feel that they could do that or do they feel, do okay. they feel that... The, the information they could possibly t- be telling them could be like put them in, in, in danger. Yeah, yeah there's, mm. that, that's it's one lack of, the, of trust. Isn't yeah, it? that's one of the major things because if they want to disclose really how they feel mm. and what's going on in their life, they're implicating themselves in so much stuff. Mm. Like the kind of things that these people are doing. I'm talking about like if you heard the stories that I had heard, mm-hmm. you'll probably go to the police. Like, mm. like or you'll probably go and tell somebody because mm. it's things that will actually disgust you. Like they've raped younger girls or something like that. Like serious <sighs> stuff that yeah. will that you as a person will think. To, to yourself like I this don't I don't even want to talk to this person because mm, this person's yeah. morally wrong like killing a bunch of people taking off limbs like mm. making people go blind like a lot of stuff that you don't want to hear about that would actually make you turn your head at the whole assessment like you'd just be like I gotta walk out mm. and I gotta tell somebody else about this because this person actually needs to be in jail kind of yeah. thing so yeah like a, a lot of them don't feel like they can say the truth you have to get them to a level where you think listen I'm not allowed to tell anything anybody yeah, anything you tell me this is confidential yeah. even if i was to tell somebody that that evidence would be inadmissible because of the way i've, I've put it out like it's that and then like really and truly what kind of what hood man like when you've got a hood mentality there's so much stuff you have to like unpack and get through before you're at a place where you're going to call up samaritans like who mm. does that it's just not the culture mm, like yeah. who does that and like like in the hood yeah. like you go to say that to your boy in the hood they're going to be thinking why are you calling up a random or t- talking to them mm. about your life Blah, blah, blah. It's only kind of now yeah. where they're starting to take mental health a bit more seriously. Mm. Like, and even at the younger ages, like the 15-year-olds, 16-year-olds, 17-year-olds are a lot harder to meet than the 21-year-olds, 22-year-olds, 23-year-olds. Because that's when you've built up enough self-awareness to know that, listen, what I've been through or what mm. I'm doing is affecting me mentally mm, kind yeah. of thing. So like, 
it's even unrealistic for me to even go into schools. Like I wouldn't even go into schools and do a talk saying, call up Samaritans if mm. you need to. Like yeah. it really, you really need to just, it needs to be family members mm. that need to take that responsibility and friends. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad you're here actually, because I've wanted to talk about mental health in the black community relating to gangs and mm. PTSD and everything. But I just felt like because we're black women and we're not really involved, like I didn't know. If you, like, if you, yeah. were, if you had the expertise. Yeah, yeah. Because we're not mental health experts. Like mm. we're just literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah black Couple girls. of girls. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm glad that you're here to give a bit of insight. That's cool. um, and also um, Vicky found a statistic the other day. It said something like, I think it's 23% of black people are... Um, diagnosed with a mental illness compared to 14% of yeah, white, white people. Yeah. And like, do you, do you have any insight as to why that is? Well, you got a, those kind of statistics come from, if we're talking about in the UK, which is probably similar to America, it's probably around the same sort of figure. Mm. Like we're at a stage now where white people have were born here, like their parents probably, I'm not saying none of them have been through poverty, but they were born here. Mm. They've had a much better setup from the get-go than us. Like, even though most of us were born here, like, I know I was born here, mm. but I know my mother wasn't born here. And I, it's only now I can see that that's had a major effect on the way I was brought up here. Mm, absolutely. Because, yeah. like, a white person doesn't have to deal with getting beats. Like, not, well, the, the average white person, but yeah. that's normal for us. That's, like, yeah. standard procedure. Yeah. Like, if you're naughty, you get beats kind of thing. Like, little things like this, mm. this, this, that cause trauma in a kid. Mm. Like, trauma doesn't always have to be, like, a stabbing, a killing, a murder, uh, mm. sexual abuse trauma could be something small like your goldfish can die mm. and that could be traumatic for a little child depending on how attached course, they were to yeah. the goldfish do you know fish. what I remember having a discussion with my friend about beatings and she was like do you think beatings affected me like like me personally I was like I don't think it affected me mainly because I wasn't really a naughty child I've probably been beaten like 10 times mm. and for a Nigerian kid that's pretty good <laughs> that's, that's a, probably a record that is that's amazing like, I'm, the top I'm, 10. Really, and the last time I got slapped was when I was 16 I did nothing. I'll never forget. I looked at my dad. I was like, "Bro, you really slapped me." <laughs> I'm a big woman, you know. You slapped you, and it was a dirty slap. Yeah, it was a dirty oh. slap. But um, I'll never forget. I had an old neighbor, and his mum was just dashing out the beats like any little thing. Like he forgot the pampas for the. Am I even saying it right? Pampas. Pampers, yeah, you got it right. You talking about nappies? Nappies, yeah, pampers, <laughs> pampers yeah. yeah, yeah. Got the nap, forgot the nappies for the baby when we we're going to church. Yeah. When we we're going to church. He got beat in front of everyone. And I feel like so, some stuff like that, I could just imagine that being traumatic for some people. Because exactly, you, yeah. you start thinking like, like, what if I get into a relationship, this person's going to beat me? I don't know, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah but you don't know how, it, like we're, we're getting beats from so young. Mm. We don't even know how it's affected us. Mm-hmm. Because it's like mm. at the very beginning, before we were able to think for ourselves or to control our behaviour, we're already getting beats. Mm. Like, and that moulds you. Like, I don't know if you know anything about psychology and like reinforcement and punishment and Pavlov's dogs and everything, mm. but that actually moulds your behaviour. Mm. Like, and some of the beatings are like proper intense. Like, I was a very naughty kid. So mm. the beatings that I had were intense. And these beatings are not beatings like, ah, uh, you've done something wrong. I want to correct your behaviour. Because mm, yeah. I've lived in Portsmouth. I was in foster care in Portsmouth. I lived with an mm. old white woman. Mm. And I remember the way she used to beat me was different. It was put, put out of your hand, two licks. Mm. when my mum used to beat me it wasn't like I need to correct the behaviour it used to be like you've done something bad that's made me and angry, angry so and now I'm going to beat anger. you cool. yeah. out of anger yeah it's like mm. catharsis and that's what even makes it worse is after they've beat you they'll come and like comfort you like when Imagine. you're crying yeah like it's just mm. it's Sickness. nuts like, yeah. that's like 
if you was to watch this on TV or on Big Brother or something, mm. you'd be like, that person's abusing yeah, that's the child. Abusive. Like, that's abusive, it's yeah. mad, but that's become so normal. For yeah, us. it's normalized. So it's like now we're getting to this age where we're out here in London. There's enough of us to like collate statistics. Mm. Of course, a lot of us are going to have mental health issues because mm-hmm. loads of us have been getting beats and loads of other things that come with like just our parents not being born here or not being having enough money here that would just cause mold us into this situation like a lot of us grew up in poverty like i grew up in poverty i didn't even know it was poverty Mm -hmm. like i didn't even know like i thought it was standard Mm -hmm. because it was standard for all of the rest of my family Mm -hmm. like all of us grew up in the same kind of area like we're in a council flat um we're on an estate like Mm -hmm. even that being on an estate you have a you have a higher chance of getting a mental health illness when you're older then if you live in like somewhere like this kind of like yeah. where you've got houses like mm-hmm. terenced houses yeah. together mm-hmm. like being on an estate where there's bare people like there's like literally if you could see an extra of an estate it's mm-hmm. just bare people living on top of each other like five people in each house like, like a prison mm-hmm. exactly yeah. it, it doesn't make sense like they've done that because they're trying to save money and space in london mm-hmm. but for us it doesn't make sense and who like on my estate loads of people like most people were black i thought london was a black place like, <laughs> so did i like you think like <laughs> so i lived I. In a, on, a, on pembury estate in hackney i thought london was like black because everybody on the state mm. is black like mm. the one white kid is the the anomaly like that's how it is so it's like of course loads of us are going to grow up with like mm. mental health illnesses it's like a combination of a bunch of things that have put us in this situation i'm pretty sure that figure will decline like now we're here we've been born here we have better self-awareness yeah. we're mm. getting better jobs we're in a better position to raise our children mm. we know about our culture but we still know about the flaws of our culture and we can mm. kind of eradicate yeah. that mm. of course Oh, wow. That's been intense. Yeah, but man. You're so insightful. Yeah, thank so far. You. Um, You've been very, very, very helpful, honestly. Thank you, thank you. Because we, did, we didn't just want to be talking recklessly when we don't really... You know, have yeah. the have the facts and figures. I think everybody the degree, the masters. It's every don't us. do that. Don't do that. No, I, no, I don't mean it in no, a bad way. No, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. No, but it's, no, just as right. Like some people talk on issues that they have no expertise on. Sometimes yeah, yeah. bring the people with the expertise exactly, and let them yeah. shed the light on the Especially issue. Especially when there are people learn. with expertise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do, I do believe mental health is one of these things. Like music, I'm one of these people that's kind of like you, like some people don't deserve an opinion on some issues. Like, if you've never seen Messi and Ronaldo play football, why are you having an opinion on who's better? Why are you mm-hmm. saying Ronaldo's better than Messi? But mental health... Who's better? Messi. Okay. Don't ask them. Uh, do I even know who Messi is? You know Messi. I don't you know. know. You know who's Messi. Who's Messi? What's his, what's his first name? Lionel Messi. No, I don't know of him. You 100% know him. I, I know. You know Messi. Yeah, I know And Messi. you're looking at her I like know him. Ronaldo. Does he still play football? Chris, Chris, yeah. Christy, Christian. <laughs> don't stop it stop Christian it. Ronaldo he doesn't, he doesn't watch TV ever, Chris, ever. Christian Ronaldo you, you know what Vicky's, Vicky's a mixture between sheltered and she just pronounces anything anyhow okay so it's a, it's a... she's speaking like she was born in 19, 1906 <laughs> no the thing is yeah my brothers watch football all the time but I just ignore it yeah that's childish of you I think football is just yeah let me not even say anything anyway I think mental health kind of like music it's one of these things where because everybody has an insight into their own mental health at mm. least mm. to a degree you're allowed to have an opinion on it, especially if you've course, grown up yeah. in London. Like, it's one of these things you're allowed to have an opinion. Like, mm. no one can ever shoot down anybody's opinion on music mm. because mm. everybody listens to yeah, music. Yeah, yeah, fair dues. Like, I, I get that because I see some people on Twitter and they're like, you know, let's say I say Ariana's song is good and people are like, you're full of shit. That's fucking, that's a shit song. But it's just yeah. like, yeah. all of our ears are different. Exactly, yeah. So, yeah these are like complex yeah. dimensions, complex topics that everybody can have an opinion mm. on. Like, don't st- say you're stating a fact if you're not stating a mm. fact, but... It's okay for you to have an opinion. Mm, like, fair dues. Mm. 
And I was wondering as well, um, like we were talking, we briefly touched on PTSD. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, how does that manifest? I mean, Boy. I don't know if that question makes sense, but... Again, like trauma, PTSD is post-traumatic stress yeah. disorder. So that means after trauma, you're showing symptoms that are affecting the functioning of your life. Okay. So after the trauma, basically. And normally it's like nightmares, uh, maybe hallucinations, mm. uh, lack of sleep... Um, hearing voices, aggressive outbursts, anxiety. Um, but that can stem from anywhere. It's like I was just saying about trauma. Like trauma can be from anything. It literally depends on how much resilience the person has. My mom could die and that could be a traumatic experience for me. And that's a typ- typically traumatic experience for anyone, especially if I was young. Yeah. But then it could be like my brother could be calm because he's got better resilience. Yeah. And he could go through his life like his mom died when he's young, but he's okay. Mm. But for me, it could have been traumatic. It's literally yeah. about the person and... Of course, like there are different levels of things that are going to be traumatic. So let's say somebody that um, was born in like Algeria and from birth, he's like embedded in war, like civil war. Yeah. So he's seeing death every day. Mm-hmm. Um, he's seeing like people get shot or whatever, like blood, a lot of tears. Of course, like that's going to be traumatic because mm-hmm. that's not normal. It's not like it's not normal to see another human being dying, like course, even from yeah. a like... Um, a biological perspective, evolutionary perspective, seeing somebody else dying is not normal. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's going to be weird for you. So that's like high level trauma that's almost going to affect everybody. Yeah. But these kids in the hood, like they're doing the minor stuff. So smoking weed, minor, um, seeing their friend get stabbed, mm, traumatic, but still minor depending on how, 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 yeah. how much it is but then they're doing yeah. the major stuff like they're out there in the countryside selling crack seeing mm. people overdose getting told to take crack um, getting see, seeing people getting beat up like people their age getting beat up in mm. the countryside um, seeing their friends get stabbed seriously stabbed like as in blood leaking out and these videos are all over the internet kind of stuff Ooh, like yeah. seeing their friends get stabbed in the face and the arm their limbs getting cut off or seeing their friends in hospital like bleeding out having to have bags like rape seeing girls get raped in the room mm. beside them like oh, there's just so much stuff going on in their lives that it's just like of course by the time they get to age 18 they're gonna have such a traumatic past yeah it's just gonna be crazy and they still have the same past that we have because they're still from a young age they were still getting beats from mm. their parents yeah again domestic violence is another thing that that causes trauma in a child like imagine seeing your mom beat like your dad beat up your mom every mm. day or your mum crying and everything. Like trauma can be as simple as you constantly seeing your mother crying mm. or you constantly seeing your sibling crying. Mm, like yeah. your sibling could grow up with like diabetes or like um, sickle cell and that can be a traumatic yeah, experience yeah. for you. Mm. You stabbing somebody can be a traumatic experience for the person doing the stabbing. Like trauma can come from anything. Like we've all got a certain level of trauma. Like that's what the, one of the first things I do when I meet people is the life chronology, like significant events. So I tell them, okay. age zero, where was you born? They might be like, I was born in Algeria. Okay, what age did you come here? I came here at age five. What happened from age zero to five that you mm. remember in Algeria? Mm. And then they'll tell you a bunch of things, like significant things. The fact that they can remember it from age zero to tells five you tells you that it's significant. Exactly, yeah. Because yeah. mm. you're not really supposed to remember, especially if they can recall like specific details. Mm. That shows that, that that's something that was reinforced in their mind. Like mm. the, the way we remember things, the way... Um, long-term memory works like when you're young it's very hard to get things into your long-term memory to get something into your long-term memory when when you're young you have to keep thinking about it Mm -hmm. so imagine something happened yesterday that was major i'm going to think about it today 
tomorrow, next next week, the week after that. It, and it depends on how long you think about it for. That's when you get into adulthood and you can still remember every detail of what mm. happened. That's a traumatic experience for that person. Mm. That's insane. Yeah, man. It's, wow. it's crazy. And you can you can't even like things that you can't even think of happen to these these kids that like you're just thinking this is mad like you would never even even think of this Mm. like i was talking to somebody the other day who who jumped into the river thames Mm. when he was like when he was young he jumped into the river thames like he got into a van drove the van like he he was like intoxicated got into a van drove the van got to the um london bridge waved behind him and jumped into the river thames the only reason he survived was because he was wearing those hood those hood jackets the Mm. puffer jackets so as soon as he got into the water it's like it it filled up like it had air in and then Mm. he just he was just floating but he was struggling blah 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 oh so what was it on purpose or yeah he jumped in on purpose like yeah yeah stuff like that like it's just it's just like Mm. you won't even think of like it's stories that you couldn't even come up with you Mm. couldn't write it the most creative person couldn't write it Mm. but it's like proper proper traumatic stuff yeah yeah that they have to live with for the rest of their life that's Mm. the problem with with trauma like you have to live with that for the rest of your life yeah Mm. and you have to find ways of dealing with that Mm. but how do you i know you said that you don't take it home but what do you do to kind of take your mind off of that because you must i mean i keep busy and like i believe in like just venting like offloading like i believe in things like Silly little things that work for me, like, well, gym is a typical one that works for a lot of people, but going yeah. to the gym helps me. It's just like, it's as if, like, when I sweat, everything that's on my yeah. mind kind of comes out. It's yeah. weird. Like, it's just a weird vibe. Yeah. Or even me playing COD, like, the fact that I can play COD. Call of Duty. Call of Duty, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that helps Not that me. Not that one, <laughs> Like honestly, it helps me to relieve stress mm. so mm. much. So I make sure I block these kind of things into my into my like schedule, like mm. so I have mm. time to do that. So even if I'm not consciously aware that something's going on in my head, then um, I'm getting it out. And so far, so good. Like I haven't had any dreams about anything. Like mm. your dreams tell you a lot about what you're thinking. Mm. Like if something's really bugging you or you really want something, you'll be having dreams about it. If you're sleeping yeah. for long enough, like if you reach REM sleep, mm. you'll be having dreams about it. When I'm, when I'm dreaming about something, it means I really, really want it. Mm. And so far, I haven't had any dreams about any of the stuff they're telling me. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. There's an elephant in the room. I know you wanted to talk about mental health. We wanted to talk about mental health, but also we wanted to hear a little bit about your musical journey. Oh, my days. musical <laughs> journey. No, but I'm really happy for you because <laughs> Thank you. Foxtrot was released, what, Less than less than a month ago, and I can see that it's had forty thousand streams Jeez. on Spotify. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Spotify. All right. Yeah. Mm. Not so too shabby, sure, is it? We're doing all right. We're doing all right. We're doing all right. Yeah. Um, music. I don't know. Like, music is something that I've been doing for ages, man. Like, mm. so long. Um, it started when I was like in year five. This is how weird my life. Not in year five. When I was five. So like, I was in year one, year two. Like, I was proper obsessed with Michael Jackson. Like, all my oh, birthday wow. gifts was, like, Michael Jackson, the little video cassettes, <laughs> or the tapes. Could like, you do the, the dances thing. as well? Yeah, I was so... Like, I used to well, go... Can to, you still do the, the dances? The whole party, the whole party. You was that kid? The whole party kid. Do you know what? I was thinking about that. I was make like, a crowd. I want to meet... Make a circle. One of the, one of the, the whole party kids. Fam, make a circle, put on Michael <laughs> so you, Jackson. You, did you wear the socks to go to the parties? I, wore, I had some next shoes. Like, my mum bought me this. some next shoes. Like, I hated them. They were tight, you but you can moonwalk in them sh- mm. shoes easy. So it's calm. Oh my like, gosh. I was like, make a circle. As soon as I hear Michael Jackson, everybody, 
my brother's looking at me like this nigga's about to do that yeah. shit, innit? and then I'm like, bro, just just get them into a circle. Don't even look at me, bro. Yeah. You know, you need just to get everything. Do you have any recordings? Don't do that. I'm not okay. gonna. I'm not gonna show no recordings. <laughs> yeah, so like I was proper obsessed with him, but my mom kind of knew, and this is very rare for African parents that I mm. had something like musically inclined because mm. just of the kind of little things that I was doing. And in primary school, they clocked very early, so they signed me up for like violin violin classes. Like wow, I was this wow. black boy, the only person. Doing, doing violin, violin classes Like I was with a Chinese kid A Japanese girl mm. Like and I was this black boy Doing violin lessons But me being a black kid A bit of ADHD mm. I kept breaking the um, strings mm. So I would play with the, the violin oh, Pull the tuner yeah. Snap the strings And my mum kept having to pay £20 to get a string oh, wow. repaired And it got to the point where My mum wasn't rich anyway mm. She just couldn't keep doing it And I would keep breaking the strings But I know my mum probably put in A lot of money It's only now mm. I, I, I value you the significance really of money that. that I was thinking £20 for one of those strings mm. That the way I used to break those strings was It was not righteous mm. And she would still keep paying Still mm. keep me going back to the club So that showed that she had faith in me mm-hmm. And that the school had faith in me so then, like, year three came, year four, I started performing in assembly. They're just, like, writing poems kind of stuff at that time. Uh, year six, doing the same thing. Year seven, got to secondary school. Then it became about, like, grime. This is where grime started mm. to pop off. Became a grime yeah. MC. Like, I was a proper good MC. How old are you? Now. Mm. I'm 26 now. Oh, my God, you're so young. Don't do that. No, you are. I'm not young. You are. But, you, you, but you're a cop. You've done so... You, you do yeah. things. I agree, I agree, I agree. Pick up yourself, man. Thank you. Thank you you. pick up yourself. <laughs> Sorry, in year seven, Graham was... Yeah, Graham so Graham started off. to pop off. This is like year seven, year eight, year nine. And mm. I was like the I was like the greatest in my school, in my year. Wow. And like everybody just loved me. I was so good at it that time. But that got me into like bearhood stuff. You know when mm. you're doing Graham? Like I was proper known in Newham. Yeah. Like got into bear pass. Oh, got wow. rushed a couple of times. Had a couple clashes. Uh, so I was doing that up until I went to college. My mum made me go to Haverin Sixth Form. Uh, but, so is that what you make jazz? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I'm is doing. what I was supposed to go Haverin. Yeah. I was I was supposed to go Haverin, but my secondary school put all my predicted grades so low that Haverin were like, no. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I know. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, I sorry. got to Haverin Sixth Form. Still doing the grime stuff. I remember I had a clash with TB. In Haven Sixth Form, and that was sick. That was a sick moment. Everybody yeah. crowded around. Wow. Um, yeah. So then I kind of like, that's when UK rap started to come in. Mm. Uh, Sneak bowl. Let me show you the wave. So it's kind of like everybody tried to cross over to like UK rap. Yeah. It didn't really work for me. So I was at uni now, like, and I was making songs, but they just weren't banging. They weren't having the same effect as mm-hmm. I would when I made some grime tracks. So then I just started like producing, trying to find my sound, producing, engineering. Um, did that while I was doing my masters? I did a mixing and mastering course, wow. so like a sound engineering course on Saturday mornings, which proper proper helped me. So then I kind when of. Do you sleep? I, I, <laughs> I, I just manage my time well. Wow! I just manage my time well. You must be the most organized person in the world. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly, I don't know. You have you're, you're doing your full time work, then you come home, you go gym, then you're doing the music thing. You have to, you have to, you have wow. to. I feel, I feel like everybody. When he said keep busy, he meant yeah, he really keep, meant it. Yeah, yeah. Busy. yeah. yeah. honestly, <laughs> like yeah, you don't like when you when you hit your bed, you need to be tired. Basically, when I hit my bed, I know I'm going to be tired. Yeah. Like I've done enough for today. I'm tired. I'm going to wake up. But yeah, um, so by this time, it's like I've I've done my masters. I'm like 23. And it's like I'm fully accomplished. Now I don't need nobody to make music. Mm-hmm. Like I've got a setup similar to this in, in my bedroom. Not as sexy wow. as this, but... <laughs> What's the word you said when you came here? Ambience. Ambience. Don't say ambience. Ambience. Those are the posh English people. I'm talking ambience, bro. We're in France. We're in South France. Um, yeah, so now I've... 
I don't need any <laughs> I don't need anybody to do anything like now I'm proper accomplished but doing everything yourself like I was a sick rapper at that time like when I was like 23 I think I was a sick rapper a decent producer but still kind of like a crap engineer mm. so me putting out a song by myself it's still not going to be up to scratch yeah. so I still had a lot of learning to do mm. and this is the only thing I'm bitter about it's only really now like when I became 26 that like now I'm good at everything kind of thing mm. where i can stay in my room make a song um get invited to major labels get on like national radio mm. just from my room like blank canvas so all i need it's is amazing. a laptop honestly yeah. vicky but i i remember like the first video i think that i saw of yours was when you did the um Derelani, um yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. that's like the first time i remember seeing okay deji makes music, music yeah yeah but since then, it's like you've kind of just gone... It's mad. And the maddest thing is I was struggling to release stuff for so long. Like, mm-hmm. it's only now I've started releasing... Like, since I've released stuff, it's gone pretty, pretty quickly. Like yeah. When you say struggling, was it like fear of how people are going to take it or... Yeah, like, it's like, it's so like... I don't, like, I don't know if you guys do anything art-wise that you have to put out into the world to get feedback. Mm-hmm. But it's so like, like, it's the one thing... Like, I, my mental health is so good. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so resilient. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing that will actually bug me out. Wow. Like, when I'm leading yeah. up to like a release day mm. or anything like that, beforehand, mm. like you get so anxious, you're scared to see the feedback. Mm. Even mm. after it's released, if you haven't got the feedback you wanted, yeah. um, you're unhappy and you're always going to be unhappy because as an ambitious creative, you're expecting to just like blow, like mm. kind of like how I've, I've gone now, yeah. which is like, it's unrealistic for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what you expect. Mm-hmm. Like you expect the unrealistic because you see other people getting it that mm. way. Yeah, of course. So it's like, it was so stressful. So like, for about two years, probably when I was like 24, I was I was ready to like make music and it would have been at a decent level, but I was just so scared. And then mm. July came and I was just like, you know what? This is it. I was like, if, if mm. I don't do it now, like I'm getting old. If I don't mm. do it now, then um, it's literally, I'm never, I'm never going to be, I'm never going to reach 100% happiness in my mm, life. Because yeah. I know if I'm not making music, I'm not going to be 100% happy. That doesn't mean I can't be happy because I still mm. love my job. But to yeah. get to 100%, mm. like, it needs to be yeah. music. Like, mm. And then I just released. And then, like, the feedback is amazing. And it's mad because once one person tells you you're sick, mm. you go back and listen yeah. to your own song and that song sounds so good. Yeah. Wow. Like, honestly, like, it sounds so sweet. And you're just thinking imagine. to yourself, yeah. like, I made this. This is amazing. Mm. You see loads mm. of people just loving it. Like they're proper listening to listening to it, like enjoying the music that you made, like you enjoy music mm. that Drake made or something, like yeah. proper banging it in yeah. their car, vibing to it, adding it to their playlist, playlist. on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. it's or, amazing. It's it's yeah. too light. Like the stories I hear, like yesterday, uh, I was at Warner and the A and R goes to me. He doesn't like. I can you imagine just? Ca- I was at Warner. Just casual. Just casual. That was a big, that was a big thing for me. <laughs> Um, but the A&R just goes like it's okay being at Warner but the thing that actually gets me is the A&R goes to me ah, uh, he goes that he was at Bull and Bowl oh, I yeah. saw you there yeah, yeah. and then he heard my song oh wow like, and he, I didn't know that he knew me but he was looking at me from like across the thing and he was just like looking at me and then he looked at his boy who he sent his boy the song like a week earlier and his boy was like yeah this is our tune yeah wow. like, looking at him and I was thinking wild. that story is too lit man mm. and he was just like yeah you, I I'd I, I wouldn't have. I would have never known that. Like, and he would have never told me that. And it's probably bare stories like that mm, that I don't yeah. know about. Yeah. That people are just enjoying. What was he it. doing? Though? What at Uno, Uno Studio? Oh, we were just talking. Don't worry about that. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. Right. Soon little, come, new soon come. Little conversation. Guys, so last episode I mentioned something about um, what's it? Osh. 
Uh, Mr. Ye. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Ye. Yeah. And I had to bleep it out because I didn't want to expose his business. But I was right. He got yeah. signed to Sony, Columbia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Big, big on him as yeah. well, man. Mm-hmm. So, how, how, so a lot of people are really pissed off because they feel like people who go viral shouldn't get record labels. Or a record deal, sorry. How do you feel about it? I believe if you're going viral for the for the right reason, like mm. him, like I'm somebody that like once I see something go viral, I do my research. Mm. So if uh, if that yeah. lows, that's why you're smart. That if that lows, if that lows girl got signed, mm. then I probably would have been like, "What mm. are you really yeah, doing? What's going like, on? what's mm. going on?" Yeah. But that Osh guy, like he's been making music. Yeah, he has. Yeah. It's sad. Like I wouldn't want to be in his position that mm. I'm getting signed because people are kind of people have found this funny. Yeah. Not because they think it's talent, mm-hmm. but because they yeah. find it's funny. And he's lucky that he's got a nice look anyway. Like, he's a decent looking guy. Mm-hmm. If he wasn't a decent looking guy, that could have gone it very left. Gone, yeah, like, honestly, yeah, yeah. Like, I was yeah. thinking the same about Loz as well. If Loz was... Oh, wasn't do, attra- do you think... Yeah. Oh, my gosh. If Loz was butters, one, she would probably that- get a lot of more hate... Yeah. And we probably wouldn't. It probably she would probably have been be deleted within the first five minutes. Oh, I'm sure. Honestly, like fam, like it, think like the halo effect is real. The halo effect says like how attractive you are depends on what. Oh yeah, for sure. Like a lot of things that happen mm. to you. Like if he was, it would have gone a very different way for him. And I don't like. I pray that I do not go viral off of something that isn't music. Mm. Then it brings attention to my music because unfortunately for him, like the the expectation on him now is so high because he's mm. been signed to a label. Yeah. And he hasn't got one good song. Like, he hasn't got one song out that people have genuinely liked yet. Mm, like, yeah. it's just sad. Like, people people are going to go... Like, music is something that's... Like, that's what I love about music. It's so pure. Like, you mm. can't force it. Yeah. Like, you you literally can't force it. So, mm. he can he can't make that yay track, the only mm. track that's been catchy for him yeah. because mm. he's... It's not even his beat. Exactly. <laughs> spitting over Burner Boy's beat. <laughs> to be honest, he's got... He's been signed by Sony. Sony could probably get that pattern, like, mm. the beat pattern. But that's mm. still... Like, it still needs to go for a several processes mm-hmm. of, like... Like, and by then the hype would have it might down. it might even yeah. be an LMA thing yeah where LMA is like you know how LMA is like to yeah decrease. yeah yeah Burner Boy yeah. hasn't even like taken in the mm. thing so that shows that probably tells you about what he thinks about it like he's shown no acknowledgement to the whole mm. situation mm. and you can imagine he that guy's probably brought bare exposure to Burner Boy's song even though Burner yeah. Boy's song was massive yeah. anyway yeah, yeah, yeah. but still like you think like let me show a bit of acknowledgement. Like, Joe yeah. Budden's acknowledged it. Like, bare people. Like, everybody knows about this now. Yeah. So Joe Budden? Yeah, yeah, like, Joe he, Budden. He said it, said on, it on, his, yeah. Yeah, on his podcast. He's gone to America, everything. Mm-hmm. Like. Should I listen to his podcast? No. Okay. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So, so you would he think, it, yeah. you would think that, um, like, he would acknowledge it. But the fact that he hasn't shows you that maybe he's I not. Saw, so some girl tweeted literally what you just said. So, so, well, similar, saying, like, you know, it's interesting that Burner Boy hasn't acknowledged it. And yeah. apparently Burner Boy liked the tweet. Really? Yeah. Friend shade, friend shade. So, That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Because some people can see it as like, if that happened to my tune, would I be happy? I don't know. Like, mm. and it's true. To be signed true, to like yeah. the way the, the the UK is to get signed to Columbia, Sony, you have to be extremely, extremely talented. Like, mm. extremely talented. But do you, but but do you really feel that? Because I see a lot of stars, and I'm just like, you you don't even have you don't have a bone in you that's talented but you're still on the charts but I think it's just because the way their look is packaged and yeah, but and, and the like, connects as well yeah, yeah. again you have to think about what area you're talking about so in America I would say that yeah there's bare people mm. like it's literally about branding nowadays mm. but here it's you know what because I've seen some people live and I'm like Hmm. What's going on here? Yeah, but they make bangers. That's the thing. Like mm. they've got they've got something mm. about them, and mm. they've proved that they've got something. Like before mm. you get signed, normally you have to prove it. The sad thing about him is, like, I thought he would have got signed off. It was he's in an awkward situation because normally, mm. if it was if he didn't vocal Burner Boy's beat, he they probably would have just signed the song, 
And that's like a safety net okay, for them because yeah, yeah. they signed yeah. the song. They know the song bangs already. They mm-hmm. don't have nothing to do with the artist. Like we, did, we so, own this so song. So you can sign the song and not the person. Yeah, that happens I, all the time. I, I did in not the UK, even know that was possible. In the UK now, that happens all the time. Before it wasn't a thing, but in the UK now, it happens all the time. Oh. Western are into that song got signed, not not the the team. The oh team, gosh, the song into got signed. So, but is that because I know sense. a lot of artists are very protective, like you know. Especially because Stormzy does yeah, everything some himself. Some people are like, I, I want to be independent. How do you feel about that? Because I would I feel like... I want to be signed, like... I feel like that would take the stress off me. Yeah. Yeah, Sign yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, but it's like, they can, they control a lot of a lot of the stuff. And mm. it's like, I was, like, I'm learning stuff all the time. Mm. Like, and I'm a pretty intelligent guy compared to most, like, people in this field. Mm. Like, rap. UK rap kind of stuff. Yeah. Yesterday, I learned so much, like... Mm. The, the guy was proper telling me like what it is like if you sign to somebody then they get a lot of control over your image okay. that's why it's good that it's it would be good to brand yourself quickly okay. like osh hasn't hasn't branded himself yeah he, doesn't um, he hasn't got one established song Mm-mm. like it's not even like with this exposure he's got that the spotify streams have gone through the roof like because some people they've got a sick song it's just that they've got no exposure. Yeah. As soon as they get the exposure, the song flies. Yeah. But now Osha's got the exposure and he still hasn't got that song that's flown mm. off. Like, what, are they coming out next week? Yeah, you never know. <laughs> I, I think he shot the video to the Yay, the Yay song, mm. which again brings another bunch of complications. Oh, he actually, like, oh, he actually did it? Yeah, like I saw oh, like wow. one, of my, one of my friends is in the video. So like yeah, he's doing a chakis for real, and it looks like the the video that he's shooting is for that yay song. Mm. I think it is. So I don't know how that's gonna go down because that song cannot be signed unless that gets cleared. Yeah, it's impossible for it to be signed. They were saying that maybe they could do a remake. The remake won't bang. So that means changing the beat around, putting it out. Mm. It won't bang. Like no one's gonna feel it the same. He'll still get better exposure, Mm -hmm. but fam, you can get exposure and die out. Like. Bare people have died out. Like I can chuck you chuck names at you that you don't even remember. Big Squeaker. Who? Yeah. Actually, don't you remember that song? Remember Big Squeaker? Call me Big. Which I think I think that rings a bell. But fam, a massive track. Like absolutely yeah. massive mm. track. OG Nikki. <gasps> oh my! Wait, she, she was beefing. Did she not on Don the other day? Did she not sell weave? OG Nikki. She probably does now, but oh my god, I remember her. Yeah, we don't know. That's the, thing. We, that's, that's the that's what I love about the conversation. We don't know what she's doing, okay. but she was massive. She had her moment. Mm-hmm. She yes. had her moment. If she was in today's day and age, she would have got signed. Yeah, and then they would have ditched her. Like he's in a very difficult. He's put himself in a very difficult position now, mm-hmm. and it's. I'm even sad for really? him because he's a. He seemed like a proper artist. Like he had he yeah. had videos from ages back where he yeah. would, had been making music. Like it's just gonna mm. it's gonna be I don't see how we can go off from here unless the next he gets a track written for him that's amazing mm. and it, it blows off. Yeah. I think do you know what I actually think he'll be fine, you know? I don't like, know. Like I have faith. I don't know, you know. I have because faith. I don't know. Like like I was saying before, like UK R and B, like to me, his style would be R and B. I mm. don't think he can get into the rap thing because yeah, yeah. his style is completely yeah. unique mm. so it's like will he get into the uk charts mm. i doubt it uk r&b is hard enough as it is it he's gonna have is. Col- like columbia pushing him so that's good but mm. it's literally about us mm. how we take it if we feed into his next track yeah yeah and we don't like unfortunately we don't like uk r&b anyway like we we listen to it by ourselves but yeah. we're not gonna make it go viral mm. like that's not us like we like we make afro swing songs go viral and stuff mm. like not these not these UK R&B stuff mm. Even though we appreciate it Yeah Like Has he got it like that? I don't know man And I think he's put himself In a very difficult position Because once you go up And get that high If you don't go up If you don't go further You only go mm. down mm. And when you go down That's when it starts But what if Yeah listen He's that creative That he made that remix I don't know how the hell He made that 
<laughs> what if he's that creative that he's gonna? What if guys? Again, I, 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 and, and listen. Imagine if he's with Columbia and he, and they're like, listen, we can't just sign you off the remix to yeah. It's not even your song. You gotta start making. Songs, and then yeah. he he goes, mm. I'll tell you what I got. And he does another remix. He does something else, and they're like, mm. yeah, 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 we want you. Imagine yeah. the thing is, I think that Black Twitter will, will give him a chance. Mm. Yeah, he Black Community like a, will give him a he chance. He's a likable character, but yeah. then you, you genuinely have to make a song you that's have, sick. Yeah, like, yeah. you have to make a song that's actually good. Mm. Yeah, like, yeah. and I, I'm not even doubt like doubting how create how creative he is because again, I've I've seen his videos, I've seen him. Yeah, but he is talented. Yeah, like all of the stuff that he made, it's not going to get him to where he needs to be. To, to what he needs to do like he needs to do something extremely mad and that video like because again you need to remember he had been making videos mm. he had been making videos like he has nothing loads of videos nothing mm-hmm. like yeah. yeah and even now he's got the exposure none of the videos that he had before have gone like proper viral like mm. clear viral like as in like everybody's like okay this is the one the one video where he's actually sick like there's there's none like mm. so now i just i don't see and that video didn't go viral because of his creativity in the video mm. it went viral because of the way he's shouting and then the, yeah. the way the, and the, the camera is panning yeah <laughs> like the first tweet that came off that video was i don't think you guys know how funny it is it was literally somebody took yeah. his video off his page and was laughing at it yeah like yeah. that's what it was like yeah. Yeah. it's only that's because true. of his look and because he can actually kind of sing movement. yeah the hand movement that it went viral like and that's that's, that's what I don't want yeah. Like I don't want that You don't want that for yourself like, Yeah Even if that was to happen And then I was like Okay I've got Foxtrot Everybody go listen to Foxtrot And they're like Wow this song's actually sick mm-hmm. I still wouldn't be happy bruv Because yeah. it's like People are going to know you For that mm-hmm. video And that video It's a parody video mm-hmm. like, That's it And that shows His level of creativity Right there in that video Because the fact that He thought it was okay To pan the cameras like that like, <laughs> Genius Genius, you know. Honestly, think it's Fam, if I put that and I sent that to the group chat, I'm getting ex- I'm roasted. getting deleted from it. roasted, bro. Roast- they're gonna be like, don't even. I don't even know what you're thinking. What are you doing? Who edited it? Did your mum edit they're it? Gonna fit, they're gonna fit. That is so unique. I have never seen anything like. It that. doesn't seem unique. It seems like a mistake. Stop. <laughs> Like an accident. That's what it seems like. Sorry, I'm replaying the com- whole video in my head. It was a combination of things that's like that's made him go viral. But I honestly wish him the best because I genuinely believe mm. he's a true creative. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I just think the pressure on him now is going to be too much. Mm. But yeah. he's been put in a situation like if I was in that situation, what, what do you do? Are you going to mm. say no? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not many people would say no yeah. to that opportunity. That's why you just got to pray that mm. you go viral off of talent rather than yeah. humor. And what I like about you is that you you're quite open with like everything that's going on yeah, yeah like when you're releasing your video you're like it's coming soon i'm not really happy with this scene so you know like you're, yeah, you're you very vocal yeah how, how come you've decided to go that route because some people they're just like yeah this was easy they just throw mm. it out you know what you know? i want like anything i do i want to enjoy it like mm. i want to enjoy it i want to be myself when you start like having things that like tell, people telling you don't do this don't do that or you can't do this anymore like when I started like the music started working for me people was like you know you can't be tweeting anymore I was like who mm-hmm. are you telling you can't be tweeting I was like that's me like that's that's the, that's the way I am like he was like it's not normal for artists to tweet like the way I tweet like and it's true though like most artists don't do it yeah but I I prefer when people are listening yeah. to tweet yeah do you know what I mean? But it's when they when they're not on social media, I'm like, okay, yeah. fair dudes, maybe that's mm. not your thing. It's because I lot- think, especially in the UK scene, I think it's very important to be you know? active, active on Twitter. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, and it's like a lot of people are scared to do something. Oh, problematic. Oh, what? Yeah, make a bad tweet. Yeah, make a bad tweet, mm. or scared to just be themselves. Like, because they got they got people telling them, don't do this, don't do that. It's like don't do Rams. This. Whenever he would tweet, 
Yeah, people be on his yeah. dick. I didn't get that. I didn't get it. I think it's just pure hatred because they didn't like that that barking song. Again, Rams is another person similar to Osh who didn't blow oh, off yeah. the talent, but then it kind of became about the talent. Very, yeah. very similar. And mm. look how it's worked out for Rams. Like, Rams is doing well. Do you not know the thing he's doing well? It's it's the perception of doing well, like doing okay, well making money, okay, okay. doing well making money. Like I'm yeah. pretty sure he's getting loads of money from mm. streams and stuff. Mm. Uh, he's also getting his sponsorship maybe from sponsorship. Adidas again. Yeah, or yeah. Is it nice? But is that what you need? Like me, I'm I'm good money wise. I'm good. Like I know I'm gonna make money anyway. Mm. If I don't make money from music, I'm gonna make money from psychology because mm. I'm yeah. like I'm a gold mine mm. in the field of mm. mental health anyway. So it's not really about money. And I think for a lot of creators, once you get to a stage where you've got money. It doesn't become about money. Then you actually mm. just want to make good music. Mm. That's why I was saying I fear for Osh because he seems like a genuine creative. Mm. Some people just want to get into this music thing for the money, like a lot of the hood yeah, man. Okay, and they're just like, yeah. as, as long as I keep making him money, I don't even care what people say. Because a lot of people, say. a lot of, you know, as you say, people from the hood do see it as an escape, innit? Yeah, exactly. They yeah. literally see it as a route to leave this whole thing behind. Yeah. Mm. So I think with Rams, I don't, and I think, I didn't even think Rams was in it for like I didn't think Rams was a creative. I thought he just he's, he was boys with Dave. He thought let me just jump on this Afro swing mm. thing, made a track and then was in it. But the way it's affected him mm. has shown me that it kind of is like yeah. about him because think about it, he's at a show. There was a show that he did at Wembley. Mm. Like he's performing to like ninety thousand plus people. That's the capacity of Wembley. Mm. Like you should be happy. Yeah. Like you should be like you you probably got a sick check for that anyway. Yeah. You should come off social go into social media and think. If you're just about the money, you'd be thinking mm. these people have not affected my my change one bit. Mm-hmm. But you actually have to go de- deactivate his Twitter because it was it was bugging you, him. No, because I think something happened to his, his mic. mic yeah. yeah, and people were but just people were growing in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really sad to see yeah. actually. Yeah, it's like it's it, that's what it is, and that the fact that that's bugged him shows it. Mm. Then it's just more about the yeah, money because yeah, yeah. he still has the money in his bank account, no doubt about and it. And in, in his follow up track, he did mention he had a line in it about the haters. And it was very indirect. Yeah. And I was like, okay, maybe... Once you get to that stage, and it's only a matter of, of time before you're put in a place where you can't even really make music because every time you make it, you're just going to get heat. Like, look mm. at... Um, what's her name? Iggy Azalea. Mm. Like, she went at, independent recently, you know? Yeah, like... And probably... Who yeah. knows if that was by choice? Because yeah. labels are thinking every time you release, people people don't even like you. Like, yeah. even though Iggy Azalea hasn't really done anything wrong except mm. for maybe a pro appropriated black yeah, culture mm. but she hasn't been a nasty person mm. to anyone no, but just hasn't. because yeah. just because the world decided not to like her mm. now the world don't like it's her it's weird how likability it works in different ways, ways for example, yeah. like Steph London isn't very like she's but she's doing very well. very well yeah, yeah. again well. I think again it's only a matter of time before she self-destruct Look do you at, think I think do you know what I think she's gonna be just fine She's blown in America. Yeah, she has. Yeah, and again, like she's got you, Drake and Tory Lanez both. Well, Tory Lanez is touching her bum. Yeah, and you you need to remember. You need, you need Drake to, wants to sort out her wigs and color codes. <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah, yeah. You need to remember that the scene here, like what we what we don't like, somebody here, it doesn't always absolutely. correlate to America. Yeah, absolutely. So she could, she could be she definitely hated here. Mm. Like, and if it was just about here. It's then true, she, true. I don't think she would last, but mm-hmm. I think she's got a good fan base out there, mm-hmm. maybe in the Caribbean as well. So for that reason, mm-hmm. she'll probably be fine. But look at somebody like Nicki Minaj. Look at the way things have turned for her. Yeah. Like she was the biggest person. She still got her like core fan base, but now the general consensus is we don't like Nicki Minaj, yeah. and your music isn't going to do as well. Like now people are saying she's a dead rapper, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj was a sick, known as a she sick was, rapper. Yeah. She was. Like it's sad. Like, doing, like yeah. even like people would make like, and people will make rumors that will stick. Like the whole safari wrote for her. Yep. 
Like, and that oh, was never wow. true. Can you imagine? And even though Safari's now come out and said that wasn't true, people still don't believe it. Yeah, but yeah. it's like no, that rumor can no never go away. But, like, but he does play on it because when he's asked that question, he, he starts, always he starts, yeah, yeah, starts, starts moving thing, funny. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And that's yeah. why Nicki Minaj is angry at him. But it's like now people, if you did your research, you would know that, okay, Nicki Minaj definitely wrote her stuff. Mm-hmm. But people will still be, still be like, you need Safari to make mm-hmm. a good a good yeah. track. Yeah. That's nuts. Like, it's, it's mad that you can't get out in that situation. Mm-hmm. Imagine being a creative and everybody's just critiquing mm. you and again music is subjective mm. so literally one you can make a track one day and it could be sick and the same track come come out tomorrow and it will be people will say yeah. it's dead yeah. it's about the general consensus kind of thing mm. it's true it's sad ah. that's the way it is man the industry is tough it's, but it's, would you say that you found that it is about the connects and everything because i i don't know if that's a myth or not because I saw some tweets, like a thread before, and it's like, bear of these artists that were working with Drake before, different different artists, but back in the day, they were saying, Drake is shit. I can't believe Drake is um, getting um, props like this. Mm. All of this stuff. They're on tracks with him five years later. So it's like, what's going on here? When you're hot, like, we're hot. Like, Drake is mm, talented, isn't it? It's undeniable. Like, oh, definitely. It's undeniable. But I think it is kind of about who you know. I'm still like, getting to grips mm. with the whole UK scene and I hate it I'm not even yeah. gonna lie like I, I genuinely hate it I don't wanna mm. like my man just told me to keep quiet cause but you do seem like you're in your own lane like you're proper I, I wanna be honest yeah. do, do you you know you said about tweeting they were kind of like telling you advising you not to do you yeah. ever get scared to like not scared but a bit hesitant to tweet your own opinions of artists so for example you know Scissor years ago yeah. she tweeted <laughs> Rihanna and Beyonce can't sing I think it was Rihanna and Beyonce uh, no, um, or Rih- Sierra. Sierra yeah and that will catch up to you. Now her, her, sing, her, her voice is gone. She that tweet the, and put it like underneath that video of her singing and it was a mess. Now her voice is gone. <laughs> and I really do love Scissor, but her voice is gone. Her voice is gone. It's mad how things change for you, man. It's, mm-hmm. it's are, you, not, are you scared you might see these people face to face? Again, the UK, uh, the UK scene is so small as well. Like you can literally, you can literally go and walk on the street and see Crepton Conan. I can walk out of this house and see Crepton Conan in a car. That's Mm. how small London. God forbid. (laughs) I mean, I mean, I love, I love them, but imagine saying this. it it can happen, and I know I need to be careful. Like now, I'm treading more carefully on like my opinions on Mm. people that I could potentially meet. Like I was at a radio interview the other day, and they were asking me about um, Mabel. Is it Mabel? Oh yeah, Yeah. yeah. And I was, I actually thought to myself, like, I looked, hmm. I looked over to hmm. my boy and he just looked at me like, and I actually thought to myself, like, I, I literally, I can't yeah. say what I would say in the group chat mm. kind of thing. Cause Can I could generally meet this person one day and then. Yeah, but it's not your fault that she was dumping when she was shackling, shackling on the beat. Oh my days, don't eh? do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. It was not your fault. Violent the maddest, shaku. The maddest thing is that's that exactly what the radio, radio, radio presenter said to me. <laughs> Yeah, man, but yeah, I think I'm... he nearly got into beef with Mabel as well because of you know Jack from Love Island. Yeah. Um, what is it? You know that Shaki video that he released. Yeah. I think he said something like, "Oh, what did you say again? It's better than Mabel's mm. or something." And then he added Mabel into the tweet. Did Mabel switch? She didn't. I thought she was. She might have blocked. I thought Vicky no, was going to get blocked. Yeah, send me that tweet when we leave. I'm going to retweet it. <laughs> no, bring, please, it, bring it back to life. We need to bring it back to life. <laughs> the I, thing is, yeah, I, I, miss that I actually like Mabel's music. Like I listen to it at work. I think she's all right. Mm. I don't think she's like. I don't think she's up there with like the Ray Blacks and all, but I think she's doing yeah. the thing. She's killing yeah. it with pop music. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you know. But I feel like with her, 
I, I can speak freely because I'm, I'm not going to be these people, but I feel like definitely with her, because her parents are like into the music, into the, like mm. they have connects and everything. I feel like she's definitely been okay. privileged in that way. Yeah, yeah. And obviously she has the look as well. Yeah. So yeah, it's I, easy. That's, that's yeah. a big part. Like, honestly, like some people make it for talent. Some people make it because, because a lot of people can sing. Yeah, of course. Like, definitely. Mabel doesn't need to and probably shouldn't write her own songs. Yeah. Like, she can walk into her, her label and they've probably got songs there. Mm-hmm. Like, just be like, just come sing this. The, wow. the engineer, she probably has very little say on the production. Like, the, the producer's done the, the producing. Mm-hmm. The engineer's going to do the engineering. The A&Rs are going to say, take this out, take this out. This is a radio record, blah, blah, blah. Or she needs to go in there, sing, mm. and be the image. Mm. That's it. Mm. Work on her vocals. Mm. That's it. Like I mean, I, I like her, her tunes with notes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there you are... guys are not feeling it. <laughs> no, no, you I know like what? Yeah, like yeah. They're, they're all right. But with, with I think Mabel is very mediocre. Oh, at best. Like, yeah, at best. <laughs> yeah, at best. Yeah. So like, you can, but that's what I, that's one thing I like about the scene. Like, there's some people that you just know they're there because mm. of the image, and then there's some people that you actually appreciate their mm. talent. Like, who do you appreciate in the UK scene? Talent wise, mm. I like Getz. Ah, mm. uh, Young Bane. I think Young Bane's oh sick. Oh my gosh! Don't get me started. Yeah, I think he's sick. Um, <laughs> Kojo Funds, I like as well. Mm. Um, oh, he's great, man. Who else is back there? To back There's somebody else I'm thinking. Jay Haas, I like Jay Haas. Mm. He's got his own sound. Yeah. Where is he now? Is he in prison? Yes. Yeah, no, stop, up. really? Yeah, he's locked up. Oh my god. What That's why Loz is running mad. She's what running she wild. Yeah. And and who else? So you said Young Bane, J Haas. J Haas. Kojo Funds. Gets. Gets. Mm. Any women? Um I like Ray Black. Mm. Oh, what's that girl's name? I always forget how to pronounce her name. Nail? Na- Nail? Yes, yes. yes. Oh, she, I was listening to her album today. She's she's, she's a blessing, man. Like, I, this, this is the kind of thing that I, I get upset mm. about because those are the kind of talents that we don't appreciate. Absolutely, like, yeah. I remember when I, I heard her on like the Apple Music R&B playlist, mm. Bad Blood. This is before mm. anybody knew oh, about yeah. the song. Mm. Yeah, I've heard, I, heard I was Bad like, Blood. yo, I sent it yeah. to my whole group. I was like, yo, this song is mm. incredible. I didn't like, even know she was from the UK. Yeah, that's same, that's same. how little thinking. hope I had in our community, <laughs> oh in our honestly, scene. Like, honestly, I didn't mm. even think she was... That's why you think it's, it's like, we've got somebody like that. Mm. That's so sick. But then it's about branding and stuff. Absolutely. Like yeah. she doesn't have her branding there. Like she has and marketing that. Like, it's an it's an important mm. part. I, I think she I think she's doing bits. And I have seen the effort she's putting out. Yeah. Mm. But as you said before, in, in previous episodes, if you're not if you're not light skinned, yeah. It's peak. It's difficult, yeah. honestly. And as talented as she is, like she should definitely be way, way, way bigger. bigger. Yeah. Mm. Like she could take the songs that the same songs that all these people are getting. And do like madness on them, but mm. again, Brandon's Brandon's probably bigger than talent. That's mm. the maddest thing. Yeah. If you want to be in the industry, like mm. if you want to like be the person that that makes money, and like the things that makes the thing that make things happen are fans. Mm. Yeah, fans are given to you by the label. Like honestly, fans like the label. Yeah, the, it's the, true. the people that I met with yesterday, they have power to put you at the top of a playlist. Yeah, so <clears> you're the first and, voice and, that all of these people hear as soon as they click yeah. that playlist, and the playlist has like mm. five million followers. Hmm. And if you think about it, the right connect at I don't know Warner or Sony, they might have a connect in Spotify. Right. All Spotify needs to do <laughs> is send you a little pop up on your screen when you're listening to a playlist. Oh, do you want to listen to this album now? No, that's it. Yeah. I always say no. Yeah, most of the time I dismiss, but... Oh my gosh, have you not had heard Tory Lane's album? No, no it's it good. good. It's sick. 
Oh wow. Him and Bryson Tiller have a song. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. She needs a banger. Did you cry? No. It wasn't depressing, okay, but it was cool, a banger. Cool. Do you think Bryson Tiller's music is sad? Um <laughs> not really sad, not for me, but maybe for girls. I like him. Vicky, he reminds Vicky me of myself. Bryson Tiller is sick. Yeah, man. Honestly. He's wavy. That guy yeah, is sad. He's wavy. He's wavy. <laughs> I love him, man. Yeah, I think we wanted to ask you like some random questions, but go on. Is it time to wrap up? It, yeah, it's been like an hour now. Damn. See? Okay, yeah. let's ask the questions. Yeah, you went, you went quick. Um, well, what's your favourite album at the moment? Michael Jackson, Dangerous. How can that be your favourite? <laughs> Are you serious? How can that be your favourite album? What's your favourite? Wait, wait. Can I, can I just say something? You know Drake's latest album, yeah? You know Drake's, Drake's, Drake's latest album, yeah? He's got a song with Michael Jackson. Yeah, we know. Okay, how do you feel about that? Someone said that Michael Jackson should have come harder. What? <laughs> no. There are bastards out there. There are bastards out there. That's lower than mud, honestly. Oh my gosh. But I, yeah, I kind of feel, I feel a bit on, weird man. about I'm like I'm artists. Gonna, I'm going to get angry if I, if I hear that again. <laughs> like artists having songs with dead people. Yeah. Like um, even Drake, he, he had that song with Aaliyah in it. And it's just like, it kind of. Mm-hmm. Makes me feel a bit. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Next bit... question. Yeah. Go on. Someone you admire. Um. Who do I admire? My mum. <laughs> oh, that's cute. That's My cute. Mom. That's cute. Your favorite movie? Avatar. Really and truly. Yeah. I'm finished. What What is it what about? Do you mean it? You're finished. I'm finished because what that movie is long as fuck. What's yeah. the, What's it about? And it's like it's been like. <laughs> what do you mean? What's it about? And about we, we're still people. waiting for part two. What's going on? Yeah. No, but why do you like? Um, it? What's it took so them like about five it? years to make that film. Have if you went went and watched that film in three D, that was an actual three D yeah, film. Yeah, I, I watched it in three D. Not like the fake three D three D we have now. Like the aesthetics. Like I got into the, the okay, cinema okay. watching it, and I was nearly like crying. I was thinking, this wow. is actually so mad. So I'm I'm patient. Films are about the look. Like, films are not just about what's going on. But to be fair, I think it's the same with music as well. Like, some artists, they really oversaturate. Like, I really am sick and tired of Migos and all of them lot. Because it's Future, I haven't even listened to any of his albums, (laughs) any of those. And even... um, yeah, I'm just like, why are you releasing so much music in such a short space Mm -hmm. of time? Let us appreciate your craft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like Travis to... Scott, he took his time with that album. They said it took him like two years to finalize it, mm. and it's like, please don't release one next year. Yeah, yeah. But, but sure. that, that's what it, that's what it used to be with artists. It takes several it takes years, them years mm. but they now probably it's... work on it. Why it's... is it like that now? It's like because people want music quick. Like it's as soon as they're much. done, with... there's so much music out there, and it's so accessible. You mm. got to remember, like before, you had to go to the shop get a CD mm. to get music, mm. or you're downloading it illegally offline. Mm. Now, honestly, spot everybody's got Spotify or Apple, Apple Music. Yeah. Like Spotify, even telling you to go and listen to new music. Yeah. We're always on the train. We've got headphones mm. and stuff. Like all of, all of this stuff. Like before, headphones were a luxury. Like yeah. having a Walkman. Like mm-hmm. you're not getting on the train and listening to headphones. You have to read a book or something. Mm. Now everybody's got headphones, so everybody's listening to music throughout the whole day. Basically, mm. some people listen to music in their office. Yeah. Like one at work. Yeah, all day. Yeah. All day, every it's day. It's like consume. you're always consuming, always mm-hmm. consuming. Yeah. Like so, it's like yeah. you need. It's like it's almost as if we need it because you'll get bored of tracks easier. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. not just hearing music when you go out to a party mm. or when you're at home near your stereo speakers. Like everybody's got these mediums to listen mm. to music from. Like look around the room. There's so many yeah. speakers there. 
you've got your headphones there, you've probably got headphones in your pocket. Yeah. Mm. Your phone has a speaker. Mm-hmm. But again, that's another new feature mm-hmm. that wasn't there before. Yeah. You've got headphones there. Like there's so much medium to listen to mm. music if you Do need you feel to. pressure to having like having to release new stuff or do you just do you just put it out when you want to? Before again, I told you before my mental health, it mm. used to stop me from putting out like mm. I'm somebody that can generate music quickly because I do mm. everything myself. Mm. But my mental health would stop me from like putting stuff out now. Easy peasy, well honestly. Done. I'm really I'm releasing a song in what? In four hours. In eh? Wow. Yeah, so. What's it what's the title? Exclusive things, you know. Don't worry about that. Don't worry. Eh? Why not? Let's, well, let's worry. We're worried. <laughs> What's the title of the song? Don't worry about that. Don't worry about okay. That. When does this come out anyway? Monday. Okay, cool. Go listen to my song now. <laughs> See, senor. Go so listen to now. it now. Like it's out Tonight. now. Like, don't even, don't even do that stuff. Just don't, don't do, don't sleep. Don't sleep. Tonight. Where can we find you? This, this is what we need to know. We need to know where people can find you. Where can we listen to you? We know you're on Spotify. You can what find me on uh, like outside McDonald's East Ham. Eh? Oh my! No, sorry, all <laughs> socials. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm not gonna be outside McDonald's. If you go there, that's your own business. Um, <laughs> you can find me Deji underscore Vu on all of my socials. Obviously, my artist name is Dej the Ego. Um. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank, thank you guys for so having me. Much. No, thank you calm. so much. Thank you for coming. coming. It's okay. That's cool. We're so grateful. I hope I was able to I learned something from you guys that you um don't listen to don't watch a lot of football, you don't know who Messi mm. is. Mm. No. And I hope I I was able to teach you guys something as No, well. really really no, insightful. Yeah. Definitely. I think it was the, a discussion that was overdue, mm. to be honest. It's cool. Because people don't really know. We don't really know. We're just all guessing. Yeah. We don't know what the other half lo- live like, honestly. Exactly. exactly. So thank you so much thank for coming through. Thank you guys too. Right, we're out. Thank you everybody for listening. Bye. Oh, wait. I think we might have spoke about some sensitive stuff. Mm. So I forgot Samaritan's number. I think it's... Do you know what? A few weeks ago, I tried to call them and I accidentally called the ambulance line. <laughs> I was like, how if, is that possible? If you need the Samaritans helpline, just go on Google, type in Samaritans. It will probably be the first. <laughs> I think it's double one six one two three. There we go. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. it. Rah, how do you guys... Yeah, yeah, yeah they're professional. We're exactly. vets now. We're vets. Okay. 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 <laughs> All right, we're out. Yeah, Bye. Right. Bye.